Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of The Mangler. I watched the second half of The Mangler. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Scream Kings! I'm realizing now yeah. that I got this movie's date mixed up with Sleepwalkers because this was made in 92. I don't know when Sleepwalkers was made. And I think it's in the 80s. Let me look it up. So I think I goofed up in that episode. I apologize. I mean, I also thought it was in the 90s, though. Let me see. Sleep. I'm pretty sure it's in the 80s, but I know this one is 1992 because I looked at it and I was shocked. Sleepwalkers is 92. Oh, well, what the fuck is this one made? Is this also 92? Because I swear I looked this one up and I'll also it, it was up. 92. Mangler movie. This is 95. Oh, okay. So it's later. So they're both 90s movies. Yeah, wow, both they both 90s. feel like 80s movies to me. They really do. Wow. <laughs> wow, then. They feel like they take place in the 80s, but like they look like they're shot in like the early 90s to me. Yeah, to I think me. that's accurate. Yeah. But yeah. But the, so you're right about... But uh, these are also small movies. towns, right? So, yeah, that's so true. So style is slower there. So they yeah. probably are still living in 80s fashion. And everything's really heightened, like the way it looks. Yeah. Uh, and they're also the whole movie just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> let's get let's jump right so into you, it. So you picked this movie. This I is, did. This is one that you wanted to watch. This I don't was know. the first one I wanted to... I, before I was even like, let's do a whole series on like Stephen King movies, mm -hmm. I heard like the basic idea of what this movie was about. And I'm like, oh, wait, I have to watch this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. what the fuck? Well, <laughs> I forgot what the premise was. And yeah. then I remember watching it. And I'm like, oh, because you said something about a killer washing machine, which is not quite true. No. But it's pretty close. <laughs> it's adjacent to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. quite wrong. Right. Because um, killer washing machine is really funny. But this is like, this is not, this is an industrial ass machine. This yes. is like, uh, Walter White's little chemistry lab where he goes under the, the laundry area. With, and they uh, with Gus, Gus, Gus Frings' laundry area. Um, but this is like just a folding machine, mm -hmm. a massive folding machine, but it's a beast. Can it move? Not really, no. Well, then what? Just stay away from it. Exactly. <laughs> such a dumb concept. That's what I was, okay, what I was picturing in my head when I heard what the basic premise was, was I thought it was literally going to be like a washing machine. Running around <laughs> running killing around people. Running around killing people. It's very like hard to posing. make a stationary object not scary, but Stephen you can. King, the master of horror. But like, <laughs> there is a way you can make a stationary object scary. Yeah. Like, Imagine if you had to work with this machine or something, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, at any moment, it could just kill you, but you have to do it because you have to live and you have to do this job. This is the only true. job you can get. That's a scary way of doing it. And the boss is an evil like, capitalist. capitalist. Yeah, with a but, terrible makeup. Oh, my God. He looks like fucking um, nothing but trouble guy. He does look like. Do you know who plays him? No, I don't. It's the guy who plays Freddy Krueger. Wait. Hold on. That's that's the main bad guy? The, that's the, the boss? That's the boss? Yes, that's Freddy Krueger. I thought he was also the, the photographer guy. Maybe he plays both. both now I gotta look this up because that's fucking crazy. Because I, I like, know for sure that's Freddy Krueger. Okay, because I saw the, the I saw the, the the photographer guy and I'm like, that's Freddy Krueger. The Freddy. But the, to be fair, there's a lot of prosthetics on him, so I can imagine he could play both. But why would a random prosthetic? Uh, why would a random photographer guy be wearing prosthetics in the first place? You know what no, I mean? No, he's not. The prosthetic the, guy's not. No, the photographer. You seen the photographer, right? The photographer is wearing prosthetics. Is he? Isn't he not? I thought he just looked like a normal guy to me. He's oh. old. He, well, I, but I think he's wearing old person prosthetics. Oh, I which thought. Is like, why? I thought, but I thought the capitalist guy was. Wearing, he is also wearing. He's wearing a he's lot wearing of prosthetics. A lot yeah, of prosthetics. that's what I noticed. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but I'm pretty. Sure, I'm pretty sure the guy who plays Freddy Krueger, because he also sounds a little bit like him. Like he's very rude. Like I mean, how Freddy Krueger is. He could be playing both because he doesn't play a lot of uh, bad guy, villain I don't guy. No, I guess. Oh, who the fuck is the picture man? <laughs> It's a completely different guy. I just assumed it was Freddy Krueger because it looked kind of like him. He's like a weird, yeah, uh, wily look looking like dude. Kind of like a pointy nose and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but no, it's some other guy named Jeremy Crutchler, Crutchley, mm. who I've never heard of. I guess he was in one episode of American Gods, one episode of The Blacklist. He's been like nothing. He's in the MacGyver TV show for one episode. He's been on a lot of things for like one he's a, episode. He's a bit part guy. Yeah. And he's he, given fucking main stage as photographer guy oh. it's so weird what how is the name of the photographer though what he, the photographer is a name <laughs> jjj pictureman <laughs> when i found this out i lost my mind you know it's so upsetting like 
Stephen King has gone on a record going like, oh, that that that's Stanley Kubrick. He ruined my Shining book. If only he had just listened to me, he would have made a really great movie. And it's like... All we've seen are terrible movies. All of the movies we've seen are fucking awful. But is that us picking the worst ones? Maybe. maybe. I mean, he has as many movies as he's written books, right? That's a fair point. Yeah, that's so true. So maybe there's a couple of good ones. But I feel like everyone that we've like you've seen, seen so or said, all of his popular ones are very far off base from yeah. like, the movie. I I guess what is it maybe it closest one the, which one though right the, the tv one. show or the movie the movie like, yeah is that accurate to his book or they changed a lot uh, i felt they, like it was more accurate i mean they definitely removed the child sex scenes yeah, <laughs> the true. child orgies yeah um, but yeah you know like I, some th- certain things have been changed the books also i think there there's a big thing about how if i remember correctly uh, there's a scene that's revealed that like the earth is like placed on a giant like tortoise or whatever like in a giant tortoise shell <laughs> I don't fucking know. Okay, dude. he if was on coke. He yeah, was on I know. A lot of coke. He, I mean, the best his one of his best series is the Dark Tower. The Dark Tower series, but like yeah. that movie's fucking terrible. <laughs> but also because it's hard to film, yeah, so that's I don't true. really completely blame that. Yeah. I read, I read at least the Gunslinger. And I was like, oh, that was a pretty good book. I like, I like the Gunslinger book, the first one. Yeah, uh, I didn't read it. And I think that. I watched the. I think I read watch. I read the first two. And then I was like, wait, how many more are there? Wait, they get longer? And then he just stopped. They get longer. But also, it's such a weird one because he went back and rewrote The Gunslinger later after he got in that car accident. And then yeah. like had a whole epiphany of like, I got to make these books different. And Did you know? Weird. So he got in the car accident. It was like a drunk driver that like smashed into him, basically. Mm-hmm. And he hated this guy so much, he wrote the guy into the gunslinger books and he turned him into like a bad guy <laughs> like a dumb bad guy yes that's amazing like, by though. name like they named he him named he him? put his name and like made him like an <sighs> idiot and like a violent when you're that big of a book writer and you're like running out <laughs> ideas you can't like go to the random name generator anymore you're just like no. you know what's a, who's a fucking asshole who do i life? hate this guy <laughs> the guy almost killed me i fucking hate that guy if yeah, and you know who what else he probably hates? Giant industrial washing machines. <laughs> <laughs> He was just mad at his like fucking washing machine. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, this is completely unrelated, but there was <laughs> at, at, at our place where we live, there are public washing machines, and the other night we just heard a guy yelling and screaming, be like, "What the fuck? This fucking thing fucking sucks. I hate it." And you hear the thing beeping. He's like, "I can't do my fucking laundry." And I'm like, "I mean, you know what? Just like this movie. That yeah, movie man, for you. He's gonna go back and he's gonna write a little story. He's gonna write a little story <laughs> about a, a murderous yeah washing, uh, washing machine." machine. I was just, idiot. Which is really funny because right afterwards, like maybe a half hour after he had the whole time, I went down to my laundry and worked fine. It's so work I don't know. Fine. Yeah. That's that's very uh, office space vibes as well. It truly like this is. fucking printer. Uh, but yeah, Mangler. What a film. What a film this truly <sighs> this is. This feels like a little Tim Burton-y. It's directed by Toby Hooper. Who's that? Toby Hooper is known for directing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. Uh, also, like, cr- directed, co-directed, um, Exorc- or Exorcist, uh, 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 Poltergeist. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite horror movies. Uh, he directed a bunch of other stuff that not a lot of people know about. But yeah, he's like one of the big name like horror directors. Um, mm. And he directed this. It's uh, very, very stylized. I like how stylized yeah. it is. Seriously. Like, it's got I, a good look to it. I like it. I love the way it looks. Love how it's directed. Um, Do you like the main actor? Uh, oh, uh, are you talking about the uh, Leland investigator? Leland Stoudemire from Monk. Yes, I was going to say. Yes, he is the guy from Buck because he's a cop in that too, I heard right? exactly his voice and I'm yeah. like, that guy is the most distinctive of the voice. I wasn't here, Monk. I only know him from, well, I don't only know him from, but I know him mostly from uh, Sides of the Lambs too. He's Buffalo Bill in that. Oh yeah, I Don't forgot. you fuck me, Monk. <laughs> <laughs> only if you wash <laughs> but yeah he's he's i mean he is good at it but like he's given so he is off the rails i don't know do. what directorial like yeah, instructions like he was given because yeah. he's angry in like the weirdest aimless way and yeah. takes it out on just the most random people and i'm like why are you what's going on man? there's a lot of weird shit in this movie like <laughs> surprisingly his like his friend the guy that he like lives with i guess I've never seen his friend mark mark oh they live together yeah why does he seem so shocked when he comes into his apartment for the first time in my half then i don't know Is that i thought they, they i thought they lived together i thought they were like 
I thought they were gay. <laughs> like, Charlie, you see them hanging out. They're just like drinking and. Oh, man. I can't believe smoking. people who live together. No, they are, no they are so close. And what do they do? They put on like movies and watch like the entire Matrix <laughs> no, trilogy no, together or no, something. Or they no, start a no, podcast no. together. This is like, they are so close together. They're so close. Like, there was one line where he's just like, oh, I don't know. Like, there's like a weird connection between these two. But uh-huh. it's revealed that I guess he's his. De- ex dead wife's. He's like, like oh, I'm gonna his, get my first tattoo. Do you want to come with me? It's his brother-in-law. And you want These are all things we've done together. <laughs> I get it. I know where you're going. But just movie logic. Like you can't just like introduce these two guys like doing this stuff. I don't know. It was weird. Uh-huh. Uh I mean, not weird, but it was just weird to see in a movie like this uh-huh. and not established or explained. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, why are they hanging out? Because they don't seem to have any like like common interests. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's weird that part's weird that's probably the weirdest thing they don't said. have any common interest whatsoever he's a cop this other guy is into like weird new age mystical shit yeah yeah and then the and then uh the guy's like, like a hippie guy he's a hippie guy and then he's like oh i don't believe in any of that crazy shit and he's just like no dude you have to understand and then he gives him like a back rub you know <laughs> and he kisses his back tenderly <laughs> like genuinely it was uh-huh. like it's that weird thing where it's like yeah we don't have a lot of common interest but fuck do we like we fuck so hard <laughs> Man, I never nut harder when I'm with Mark. <laughs> this is my good friend, Mark. Monk was nothing. It's all but, about Mark. But I think, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's the thing of. I think he's he's supposed to be his like dead ex wife's like he's his, he's his brother-in-law basically. I think. Okay. Mark is, uh, is his brother-in-law. That's even. <laughs> that's even weirder. Yes, it's even weirder. We'll get into why. Okay. All right. I can't wait to hear about it. So, movie opens. Uh-huh. One long, a one or one might say, a mm-hmm. one long shot. Showing off a giant industrial piece of machinery that is, I think, drying sheets. I think it's folded sheets. Fold and dry them, I think. Uh, it might dry them, too. Yeah, you're right. Um, that thing. That thing. It looks cool. I love how it's designed. I love its design. Because it it's so also good. like the metal. Uh, it looks like it's just been like hammered. Like, yeah, into. it's kind of like hammered slash like pressed with like a giant machine that you know that like doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. very otherworldly and like how big it is. It's yeah. big. It's kind of like it's it's black, but it has kind of like that like it's like pressed like steel. Iron. Yeah, yeah, like iron steel together. Like this was made in a blacksmith shop or something. Yes, you know exactly. And then it has like a bunch of gears all around it, and like chains, like yeah. uh, kind of like a bicycle chains in it that are massive, and it's very imposing and industrial looking. And you get the scope and size of it in this shot because again, massive. it's one unbroken shot, and you just see it from end to end. And you're just like, I watched them. Like, is there not a better machine to use to fold sheets? Like, well, I mean, when you think about something that dries and folds like yeah, sheets, that's right. pretty complicated. In fact, I don't think, like, that's one thing that has not come to consumers, right? Like, we yeah. got things that wash our clothes and dry them, but not fold. But there's no folding machine. Yeah. But God, what would I give for a folding machine, right? <laughs> Would I not get in it? your complex because there'd be one guy screaming <laughs> at it the whole damn time. Oh, there. Can you fold my laundry? <laughs> so we're introduced to all the people that work there. There's one old lady that works there, mm-hmm. and then there's a lady named Sherry. Oh yeah, Sherry. Yeah. Wait, she's an old a, lady. No, her. Sherry is not an old lady. No, but I didn't see this old lady. You don't. I think you ever going to see the old lady. Well, I can't imagine what happens to her. Uh, but Sherry, Sherry, I see Sherry. Sherry also doesn't like the new girl. Uh, she wishes that this new girl would crawl back into whatever sewer she crawled out of. For what I wrote her? possible bigoted reasons. <laughs> like I don't know why she doesn't like this girl, other than she might be like poor. Like I don't know Is why. Is her name Martha? I think it's Martha. Okay. She's the one that's clearly being like abused sexually by the boss. Mm. Uh, and apparently Martha's also right out of high school, according to some of the. Uh, okay. Which no, she's not. <laughs> I would have never guessed that in my life. When they said I was that, like, this is a grown woman. Yeah, she's she, she can looks make her like decisions. She looks like thirty. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, 30, thirty. Straight up, just straight thirty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, new girl. Yeah, I said new girl's supposed to be right out of high school. Nineties were great. You just throw a fucking any age in there. I'm like this person. She's from the. She's from the same this uh, high school. To college. They're from, they're she's from the same high school old. as from the earlier movie. Uh, from Porky's? Sleepwalkers. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and Porky's too. Yeah. Uh, the sh- machinery is clearly dangerous, and the people working here are under a lot of pressure. There's, like, a guy above, like, the foreman, and he's always mm-hmm. yelling at them, like, come on, ladies, work harder, work harder. Mm-hmm. We're behind. And then Sherry, uh, in the middle of all of this work, cuts her hand open and bleeds all over the machine. Dude. Which is not great. No, that's no good And it's funny because, like, it's bad, but it's also, like, this is this is sheets. Like, we should probably, like, <laughs> shut everything down and, like, clean it. So Martha cut her hand. 
Sherry cut her hand. Sherry cut her hand. Sherry cut her hand. Hmm. But she's not missing any parts, right? She didn't Sherry? lose her fingers or anything? She did not lose her fingers yet. Interesting. She just cut her hand open. But it's a big fucking gash. Like, yeah. it needs stitches. But she needs the money. And so she's under a lot of pressure. And so she's like, no, no, I'll work. I'll, f- I'll be fine. She continues to work. And the boss wants him to work harder. The boss says, I got deadlines. And I'm like, what deadlines do you have? Man, he's such a fucking character. He's got, him. like, no. He kind of reminds me of Immortan Joe. Like, yeah, kind of. He's like Immortan Joe mixed with the guy from Nothing But Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yes. His, like, legs are in braces. And, yeah. like, he's got, like, Which this... is, I think, a really cool character detail. Yeah. Because it's like, what did this guy do in his life to get those legs like that? I think he's supposed to me, he, he reads as just somebody who's so old. Like, you know, like, he refuses to die. I feel you know? like he went through the Mangler or something. Oh, maybe. I thought, like, yeah, I thought the Mangler maybe took him got or him. something. And yeah. he was like, whatever, it's fine. Uh, I gotta keep working. I got deadlines. <laughs> Uh, so an icebox is delivered. Oh, wait, the icebox. So the icebox actually caused Sherry to cut her hand open. There's like this icebox mm-hmm. that's inside of that same like machinery. And Sherry cuts her hand open and then touches the icebox. So the icebox is also covered Bloody. with her blood. Mm. Um, Can't use that ice anymore. Unless maybe it's not for drinks. Nobody noticed is the thing. Nobody noticed the bloody handprint. The mm. obvious bloody handprint mm. on a white icebox. Um, and so the icebox gets delivered. Well, I guess the ice is inside. It's fine. It doesn't matter. The ice will be fine. But also, if I got an icebox delivered and it had a bloody <laughs> hamper, and I'd probably be like, I don't uh, want this. UPS? Yeah. Um, I'm going with USPS next time. Yeah, more like UBS. <laughs> uh, so the icebox gets delivered, and the delivery guys nearly run into a cop named Hunton. Oh, yes. That's uh, Leland Stottlemyre. Leland, yeah. Leland, are we going to call him Leland Stottlemyre? No, we're not. We're just going to call him Dr. Hunton. Cop. <laughs> doctor? <laughs> He's a doctor? <laughs> I don't think he is. You don't think he's a little doctor? I don't think he's no, a doctor. He's, he's Mr. Hunton. He's, he's Officer Hunton to you, Mr. Um, I don't respect authority. That's fair. Actually, they refer to him as Officer Asshole. Ah, that's an even better name. He, we'll has, he has this great line. He says, I don't care if you're delivering a pizza to the Pope. He says that to the delivery men. Wow. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, he he has weird outbursts that make like no sense. I love him. I love this character. Like He does not... It's so obvious, this actor, who is really good like uh, yeah i love him pretty much everything i've ever seen him in he is so above this material like it is embarrassing <laughs> about anyone in this movie i know but he truly is yeah, um he truly is. so um old lady uh that's working i guess martha is her name no not martha some other old lady um some old lady mm-hmm. uh she is like leaning on the heavy machinery machinery but she doesn't get hurt um and then what happens next Sherry's hand won't stop bleeding. Then old lady, she like takes medicine. She drops the medicine into the machine. And rather than like, you know, turn uh, the machine off, she reaches to try to get. Oh, I want to see all this folds. Oh, no. Okay. No, she, she reaches in to get the medicine. And she gets eaten by the mangler. Completely? Completely. She goes through the mangler. Okay. To the what other side. What medicine was it? I ate well. That's a very interesting question, Ethan. Because later on, that medicine is given to Officer Hutton. And it's given to her, uh, given to him by, I believe, Sherry. And Sherry says, "This is the only. Th- this is the medicine you have to take in order to work next to this machine, basically." So <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I assumed it was like some kind of like anti-anxiety thing. Or uh, I thought it was an antacid. Maybe I don't know. It seems like it's something, to, or because also the mangler like causes a lot of like it's like pumping out, which is funny because it's supposed to be washing sheets, but I'm pretty sure it pumps it pumps out a lot of like pollution and stuff too. <laughs> Probably. Um, I mean, not, how do you operate that thing besides like electricity? No way. No, nah, not strong enough back then. Yeah. So steaming everywhere. It's steam. Gotta use heat. Like think about a dryer. A dryer usually yeah, only recently true. is mostly you know electric. Electric, but yeah. like back in the day, it was all gas. That's true. Right? That's true. Um, so yeah, I think I, I assumed you needed these pills because of if you work there long enough, the like shit that was being pumped out by the machine is gonna like hurt your health basically. Mm. Uh, and either way, um, so that's the medicine. She just fucking gets eaten up, and then the <laughs> boss goes like that crazy old stupid bitch, <laughs> and then it cuts away from that <laughs> I scene. How much you just that guy. He really just has <laughs> the most the res- horrible shit happens. He's just like, ah, fucking your oh, fault. Yeah, I, dumb I bitch. got deadlines. Yeah. And then they just cut away from that. And we see the cop writing up the delivery guys for like almost running into him. Uh, okay. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like this woman just got fucking. It was like you were in the middle of like an Ari Aster, like horrifying, like murder scene. And then your heart catches just another scene of like, you know, like domestic, you mm-hmm. know, like shit. I don't know. It was just so weird. It was a strange choice. 
Um, and then the cop gets a call about a death at the Blue Ribbon Laundry, which is where this, you know, what just happened. The, okay. the Blue Ribbon Laundry is the laundry place uh, that the movie takes place in. Uh, the cop arrives, Hunton arrives, and he sees blood everywhere. Mm. And employees are crying and screaming. Uh, Sherry's crying and screaming. And he questions the foreman. And the foreman, who up until now has seemed kind of like a really rough, gruff guy, is just like beyond words. Like he's just like, I've seen awful shit. And this scene honestly kind of reminded me of like that scene in like Hereditary where like the, you know, the car scene in Hereditary. It's just oh, yeah. utter horror. Like yeah. it is terrifying. And everyone is so sad. And then Hutton goes over to the end of the mangler and he sees the old lady and she is total mush. Like, it's just like you. Oh, yes. Yes. I have seen one person go through a mangler and it's just disgusting at the end. It's, it's just... like a mush of blood and like viscera and like, like skin and, and skin. Yeah, it's nasty. And Hun just straight up throws up. Yeah, like, that's fair. I mean, which it's is totally fu- fair. That's pretty fucking gross to see a human body. Like, it is. Imagine going through a folding machine. Like, it's you're going to get mangled. <laughs> you're going to get mangled. And it is like really horrifying. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think, I think the story is still really stupid, but like I, this, this moment of like true human, like horror is like, it was affecting. And wow. it's, it's, I think it's, it's all to Toby Hooper, the director and the guy that uh, plays Hutton mm-hmm. uh, from Monk. Great stuff. <laughs> uh, so Joanne, oh wait, is Joanne, who's Joanne and who's Sherry? <laughs> so Sherry is the, um, the, the daughter or the, the granddaughter, I believe of what's his face. What? Uh, the big guy. Sherry's uh, the granddaughter? Or no, maybe it's his it's I think it's her niece. I think it's his niece. Really? I think so. Sherry is um yeah, Mr. Gentry. Oh, his name. okay. That's and then there's Joanne. I don't know the fuck Joanne. Joanne. Oh, Joanne is is uh Martha, I think. They give another name, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Either way, Joanne gives the detective pills. I gotta write this down. Oh, I know who Joanne is. I know who Joanne is. Don't look at Oh my god, oh my god, Japan. I got it. Joanne she gives right, she has a lot of fabric. Yeah, got her. Love her. That's right, Joanne Fabrics. And she's got great stuff during Halloween in her store. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joanne gives to the detective the pills the old lady used to take. The machine made her sick, is what Joanne says. Ah. Uh. And then uh, they carry the old lady, like the like um the like ambulance arrives and stuff, and they carry the old lady out in, like a basket, <laughs> just like full of blood. Oh my god! And like a laundry like, basket, right? And it's like a weird. It's it's almost like a wicker basket even. Oh, that's and it's so like, trippy. And it's a weird mix of like humor and like disgust like i don't know it's a very strange like of like amalgamation of what's supposed to be happening right now yeah this movie kind of feels like a weird horror comedy but like edges more into the horror than the comedy yeah definitely um, very strange though there are definitely comedic moments yeah uh carrier and they're all intentional though no that is true uh the sheriff and the judge arrive mm-hmm. and they say though that the machine meets the safety inspection standards and so it can continue operation sure i mean look just don't get sucked in that's right. Apparently, there's supposed to be some kind of safety bar that if some if something winds up the mangler, it's supposed to turn off. I love that you call it the mangler. Like, what what did they call it? Just the remember. laundry folding the machine. Because like, machine. you're not gonna go around and be like the mangler. Hey, safety person. The mangler. The mangler is a okay. <laughs> it's a okay. Check this out. I can't remember what they call it, but I I know that Mark is the one that calls it the mangler because he used to work apparently in a laundry uh. To, uh, department just like this uh-huh. um and, and they he had said, a folding machine and then people get caught in it he said that it was referred to as the mangler but he said that it was perfectly safe as long as that safety bar was installed properly oh. um so the cop hangs out with a hippie guy named mark yeah i mean with something like that any sort of like heavy industrial equipment there's usually like a fail safe right usually but you know what if it's possessed by a demon or something who know. knows <laughs> Uh, Sandra Hunton's love of his life is dead. Hippie guy used to work around the Mangler. Says that there is a safety bar to prevent what happened from happening. So you just said that Mr. Hunton's had a wife, but she's dead. She's dead. Okay. Uh, Hunton. Well, Mark says. Uh, he says that place has a corrupt vibe, man. And Hunton's upset that there's nothing he can do do to stop the machine. And then Mark's like Blue, Blue Ribbon Laundry. Blue is Ribbon the Laundry name. is the name of the place. Which always reminds me of Pat's No, I think Blue. he's talking about the whole city. He's like, Oh, this whole city's got a bad vibe, man. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, it seems to be kind of run by Blue Ribbon Laundry. Yeah, Blue basically. Ribbon Laundry just reminds me of Paps Blue Ribbon, which is really funny to me. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Maybe Stephen King had a vendetta against Paps Blue Ribbon. He's like, ah, Maybe he's like, ah, that's I not love cores. That's not cocaine. Uh and then Mark's like, Come on, hun, you gotta live a little. And he gives him a little back massage. Mm-hmm. Which is like, man, these two 
they're kind of cute together, honestly. I'd, I'd see a movie with uh, with these two guys. Yeah, it's pretty great. Little friendship. So another accident almost happens. Actually, no, an accident does happen. The uh, uh there's like some kind of like uh, pressurized air cannon uh, that's hooked up to the mangler, and it like gets loose, and it mm-hmm. burns uh Joanne. That's why you don't see her in your half of the movie. She gets oh. burnt by that pressurized air. Wait, um, what the fuck? Air cannon? Why was that there? I think it. Maybe maybe it's the thing that like takes that like pollution from the mangler and like sucks oh, it up. Oh god! It. It okay, loose. it's like an air vent. Like you air know, vent. So you have a weird hood. You have a weird I don't oven. Know. Sure. I don't know how this fucking thing works. Look, none of us have owned a massive laundry. Yeah. Uh, thing. We we'll have to ask Gus Fring. We'll have to get him. Exactly. On the He'll figure it out. Uh, so the boss invites the new girl up to his office, and he pressures her into undressing for Uncle Billy. Whoa! It is gross. Wait. Yeah. Okay. So maybe they're not related then, because. When he says Uncle Billy, that, that doesn't imply that they're actually related then. Or yeah. does it? I think if you're referred to as an uncle. I thought it might have been just like, you know, I'm like, like, I'm not actually the uncle to like, your dog, but you call me Uncle Ethan to yeah, your dog. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That I'm would be not... incest. And there's been no movie that's seen things <laughs> a part of. You know what? You're right. <laughs> it might be actually related. Might and be. Just and he's just up. And he, I mean, look at that fucking guy. Yeah. He absolutely would be. Uh, Hunton gets a call. The machine has burned three women, one of which is Joanne. And uh, Mark and he, uh, Mark goes to the hospital with Hunton to look. And I'm like, Mark's not part of Why, the police yeah, Mark, force. I really Mark is weird because he appeared like halfway through my movie. And it's very weird that he was in so much of the early. He's half a for big you. part of my half of the movie. And again, why I'm like, is what is why? his connection? Yeah, to why does he do that? Yeah. So uh, can you imagine hanging out with like your friend and being like, I want to go to your, all your job sites? Like, yeah, right. Would I wouldn't. I, I've not done that. You're saying no. that like I might have done that. No, I'm saying I would have never done that. Yeah, and exactly. I don't think you would have either. No, I wouldn't. No, no. Stay away from stay my away job. Stay away from my job. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> this is my job. This is my problem. I don't want to introduce you to my coworkers. No. No, that would be weird because then I'd be friends with them and then uh, they'd always talk about me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, How about that weird guy around? (laughs) Uh, Oh, man, maybe I did mix them up. Annette or Joanne? Either way, they're in the hospital. Doctor, I don't know who Annette is. I don't know. Some ladies in the hospital that that Hutton knew. Mike was doing too much cocaine while I was doing too much cocaine. I watched this movie too long ago and I don't remember every single thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back and read my notes for um, Sleepwalkers because that's the one I watched. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Doctor gives her drugs to take the pain away. And she says it all started happening after Sherry bled on the mangler. Mm. And Mark hears this. And Mark's got an idea. Mark tells Hutton that the machine is haunted or possessed. And Hutton's like, that's bullshit. There's I mean, no way that fair. it's possessed. Like, that would be stupid. That yeah, would be stupid. That would be such a stupid idea. That would be a really dumb idea. That's a really dumb idea. There's no way that that's the truth. You know what's really stupid? It's two people trying to watch, like, one, two half of a movie <laughs> and then trying to put it together. That's a really stupid that's idea. But some people do it anyway. Idea. Some people do it. Some people have done it for a very, a very long, long time. time. Some people keep doing it. Some people keep doing it. They get a lot of fun out of it. Uh, Mar- and some people listen to that. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? If Weird like shit. Listening. Those fucking freaks. Uh, Mark Lucky is guys. still talking about but the machine being depressed or possessed. <laughs> I love the <laughs> sad machine. Oh, I'm so sad. Every day I just fold laundry. I just want to have some blood. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. I want to be friends with people. That's what it wants to be. It wants to be friends with people. Oh, but it doesn't know how. It, it doesn't, it, know, it doesn't how. know how to hug. Exactly. It hugs so so aggressively. Exactly. Exactly. It's like it's like of mice and men. Yeah. Uh, a new girl's almost crushed by the machine. Her hand is hurt. Boss beckons her back into his office. Martha, right? Martha. Yeah. Superman's Why did you name. say that? What's um, her name? I know. Whose name? Martha? Superman's mom's and Batman's mom's. Batman's mom. Uh, Mark thinks that Sherry is a virgin and that her blood caused the machine to be possessed. Uh, <laughs> now that we have gone three movies in to our Stephen King watch. Yep. There is weird stuff with virgins. There is a lot of weird virgin shit. There's weird shit. I did not realize it was because of that. It's because the cherry might be a virgin. So like the thing was always possessed, but then it got virgin blood. And it's like, oh, hoochie mama. I want to kill more people now. Well, you you will remember, though, that virgin blood also wound up on the icebox. Yeah, but what happened to icebox? You'll just have to see. Oh, shit. Um, the icebox is also possessed. So Hutton's like, I'm going to go interrogate Sherry. And Mark's like, take me with you. I want to ask her if she's a virgin. And Hutton's like, don't be a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're not going to ask her if she's a virgin. Hutton, while a crazy person, somehow, but most like level headed. Crazy dick, too. 
Hun <laughs> <laughs> cannot get enough of his shit. Sherry has a legal guardian. Yeah. So, like, how old is she? Yeah, she clearly is not that old. Yeah, she's very... I mean, she's like... Again, she looks like she's in her 30s. Yeah, she looks in her 30s, but there is a very specific age she is, and I'll reveal it later. Oh, okay. It's not in her 30s, I'll tell you that. I bet not. They go to talk to her, and she says that an icebox landed on the safety bar, causing it to spark and break. And so that safety <laughs> bar broke. How did the icebox land on it? Because remember earlier, there was the icebox. It landed. Sherry's hand got cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay, all that yeah, happened. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize. Okay. Uh, I thought she just touched it for some and reason. And she cries because she's like, I think I think I, I, I could have saved that old woman. Inadvertently caused it. You know? I, I could have saved her. I could have saved that old woman. And she's so sad. Sherry's a very sad, tragic figure. And then Mary's like, are you a virgin? And then she freaks out and they leave. They're like kicked out. And then Mark's like, she's definitely a virgin. <laughs> If she doesn't say anything, she's got well. Not she didn't just not just say anything. She got so upset mm-hmm. that some random guy in the middle of a police interview asked her if she was a virgin in the middle of the night, she and only away. a virgin would get upset about that. Yeah, if you're like, I definitely took some dicks, you would never say anything. Never. It's just so weird. Like it's such a weird thing that this movie's like mm-hmm. putting forward, and it's actually the truth. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know what's weird? Mm, what's weird? Nah, never mind. Continue on. I'm not going to bring this up. The icebox, which yeah. has been delivered recently and is covered in blood, suffocated a kid. Hmm. Just for fun? Like how- For fun? How does an icebox suffocate a kid? It apparently lured the kid inside of it. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what, what kid's going to be like, ooh, ice? What? I, I don't know. Maybe like hundred ice cream you. in there. Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe cream. that's what happened. And then it closed on the kid's head. Okay. Can you describe this icebox? Because in my mind, I thought the icebox was like <laughs> one of those shitty styrofoam iceboxes no, that just no, had ice no. in it. This is basically like a small fridge. Okay. Okay. It's like a cooler, maybe, or is it like an actual? No, it's a cool. It's like a fridge. I think you would. Well, you plug it in and shit. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what an icebox is. I just know what the size of it is, and it's the size of a but fridge. You've seen about. it. Yeah, but I don't know how it works. I don't know if you plug it in. Huh. It's just it's just hanging out on the lawn now. And uh <laughs> okay. and they were like this- Okay, I guess ice boxes were kind of like now I'm thinking about it. People refer to ice boxes as like kind of like those freezers that yeah. you put down on the like that you have in your garage. Yeah. You put like the put in the ice box. You, you put all the, the Costco goods yes. in. Okay. But rather than actually that's a great example. It's probably like that, but rather than it being laid down like that, like horizontally, it's vertical. It's tall. Hmm. So yeah. it's like an actual like stand up freezer then. Yes, basically. it's exactly okay. like that. So, uh, they were like, Mark is like that icebox, also has a fucking hand blood stain on it from Sherry. It must be possessed too. Mark's like that thing's possessed. It killed that kid. So just putting virgin handprints on things makes them possessed. Yep. And Hutton's like, make any sense. Hutton's like, I don't believe this because that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's like every child. <laughs> Be like cutting their hands on shit and like fucking cuts their hand on something and then fucking gets possessed. That's ridiculous. I I a hundred percent agree with you. But that's <laughs> like, what that's what the case. That here. is so stupid to me. <laughs> like I could understand like the thing is already possessed. Yeah, and then gets like virgin blood and freaks out. Sure, I could buy that. Sure, but the virgin blood somehow transferring <laughs> possession. Yeah, it's an idiot. It's just objects. fucking weird. And this is what happens here. And so the icebox, obviously... They're mangling this plot. Hutton doesn't believe this. Because yeah. why would he? But Mark is very, like... Uh, he's, like, definitely, like... Mark believes is... anything. He'll be like... He'll hear fucking vaccines give you turbo cancer. And he'll be like, yeah, sure. So Mark goes up to investigate the icebox. And it crushes Mark's hand and won't let him go. Oh. And Hutton's like, oh, gotta, gotta get off. I had no idea this whole icebox plot line is in the movie. This is the the best part of the movie. Hutton (laughs) goes and grabs a sledgehammer and knocks the top of the icebox off, like, with the sledgehammer so it would let go of of Mark. Uh Uh-huh. And out of the top of the icebox comes a tornado of lightning and evil <laughs> souls billowing out of the top of the icebox in front of Hutton, Mark, the photographer, and all of the rest of the neighborhood. <laughs> what are we watching? And this proves to Hutton, without a shadow of a doubt, that the mangler is indeed possessed by the virgin blood of Sherry. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, pretty, it's pretty convincing. But, like, what in the fuck? How are we supposed to take that seriously? I, I don't need... Like, it's one of the things where it's like, you can ask audiences to make big leaps in logic. Yes. 
But something like this, where it's, <laughs> it's like, so they're like, Virgin Blood does this. It's like, okay, sh- no. <laughs> if it was like maybe like a specific person's Virgin Blood because they're in a bloodline full of people that like created, yes. I don't know, GE appliances. <laughs> like, sure, I could buy sure, that. But literally sure. just any Virgin Blood? What? the fuck that makes no sense and it seems like this fucking guy hires people right out of high school like how has this not happened before it's a dangerous you know like factory i don't know it's just like crazy it's a stupid fucking idea and it's like (laughs) i i laughed i laughed so hard when this happened because it's like what are we watching you know like so absurd it's so much more absurd than i thought it was and this movie gets pretty fucking absurd at the end (laughs) so this proves to hunt but i had a shot of a doubt uh mark says he's like all right hunting we have to exercise the demon properly or it might get out and it kills someone. Yeah. And it'll become more powerful. We have to exercise the mangler. Okay. Um, so Hutton goes to the morgue and it's so funny when he goes to the morgue because he just, he's like going down the stairs and mm. there's so many signs that just say morgue and like an arrow. I so he that. like goes down the hallway. There's a Where sign that says morgue. Where are we? He's just going to the morgue, uh, which actually is funny because then the last movie also take had like a morgue scene. Um... I guess not. Just had like morticians. Yeah. Um, and he sees the guy working in the morgue. He's talking to the dead bodies, and Hutton goes to investigate uh the, the mangled coroner? body. The coroner, yeah. The coroner's a creep, man. He just talking to it. I love the I love the coroner. You like the He's coroner? A creepy guy. I don't think I did. You see him in just this part, and that's it. Or yeah. like, had you seen him in another part of the movie? Nope, that's it. <laughs> He's just a little creep. Yeah, he's a little creep. A little creepy guy. Yeah, but that's the end of my half. All right, well, half. we see the coroner, and he shows the mangled body of that lady that died earlier, the old lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I did a pretty good job considering the materials I had to work with. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Considering this movie's called The Mangler, I yeah. imagine that's pretty good. And she looks like shit, dude. She does. She's oh, all, like, patched up. She looks like a Frankenstein. eating, too? Like when... Oh, yeah. You know what? That's how you show that's corners are hanging out. It's like, oh, dead bodies don't bother me. I'm, I'm, I'm snacking like on my, my Cheetos or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do that all the time. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. How I mean, accurate that is. That can't be like. I'm sure people don't give a fuck after a while, right? But I don't but know. But it's not food safe. No. Like, I don't even like eating in bed, you know? So, like, I wouldn't <laughs> want to eat next to, like, a, a fucking, dead body. A dead body. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I get it. Like, there's lots of things I do that are gross. Like, I clean up a litter box or whatever. It's not like, oh, man, I'm so used to cleaning a litter box. You don't eat the food out eat. of a litter box. It's still like, I don't know. I'm not going to eat right now. I'll yeah, wait exactly. till I get off of lunch and enjoy my food without the smell of formaldehyde. Yeah, exactly. But, That's you know, true. they ask all the little freaks. Morticians little freaks, right? <laughs> Um, anyway, I know this is a detective from Monk and he gets some pills from the dead body and then yeah. takes them, which is the pills that were earlier went through the mangler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He swaps them out. I don't know why. I guess he's out of his. <laughs> um, and then I wrote Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street appears. I guess I was wrong. It was just some random guy with a photograph. <laughs> it is funny that you knew that that guy was in the movie, but you just got the character. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I looked him up. I'm like, that guy's a freak. Yeah. Must be him. <laughs> um, but it's this old dude who appears yeah. out of nowhere and takes his picture. And he's like, I'm moving out of this hell hole. I'm going to, I'm being eaten inside. Who the fuck is this guy? Have you seen him before? Yeah, the photographer. Okay, he's yeah. a photographer, right? He's, he's, he was at the crime scene when uh, the lady was mangled, and then he was also there and took a photo of the ghosts coming out of the icebox. Got it. So, okay. And there around. is like a weird relationship between the two of them. Like Again, I was like, maybe they're like ex-boyfriends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like they had a really rocky honestly, relationship. I, now Huns with Mark. make the show a movie a lot more. Honestly, yeah. Like they need to remake the Mangler scene for scene. Make it more gay. Make it way more gay. Yeah, gays yeah. in, gays hot. <laughs> make it gay. Um. So do not uh, mangle the gays though, or icebox the gays. <laughs> we've stepped it up. We're not yeah. burying gays Don't anymore. We're the mangling gays. them. Yeah, we only mangle the straights. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so he's like, I'm moving out of this hellhole. I'm being eaten inside. I got cancer, or some shit. Um, anyway, I'll have these photos later for you, ready for you later. I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, they're playing some sort of game. He's like, I'm got 50 points. I had you some bullshit game we're playing. Mm-hmm. Hope you come play. Did they mention the game any of them? Like, no idea. They they have a lot of he's weird, just a weird dialogue. He's just a weird old man just saying shit. And I'm like, we don't know any like context. Guy. Yeah. JJ photographer. JJJ photographer man. JJJ. Right? Look, any initials with three too many. You yeah. got to cut that shit down to two. That's right. That's right. Or one. One's good. Yeah. Two's fine. Three's too much. Three's too much. What are you hiding? Three's a crowd. <laughs> so then we got um, the detective. What's his name again? Hunton. Hunton. <laughs> you 
can call him whatever you want. You no, I wrote an Needlemeyer or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I can't believe that's stuck in my brain. I haven't watched it's Monk so in like good. 10 years. I want to watch Monk again. I wonder how well it aged. <laughs> we'll see. I bet it's Representation of, uh, of, of OCD. OCD yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's not the best. Uh, Blue Ribbon Laundry, our detective arrives very quietly. He breaks in and uh, falls over some stuff. He goes <laughs> to the big machine. I noticed the mangler for the first time. Mm-hmm. He looks inside of it before lighting a cigarette. And he starts smoking a cigarette, but then suddenly smoke starts happening at the back of the machine, and it grabs his shirt, and he starts getting sucked in. Oh, my God. And they're like, oh, my God. He's getting sh- – this is not a shirt, by the way. I it's, said shirt. It's more of like his trench coat. His trench coat, because he's it's like getting, a very cliche detective. Very cliche yeah. detective. He gets his trench coat shut in. So he's like – so I'm like, oh, man, just take off your trench coat. You'll no. be fine. No. He pulls out a gun and starts shooting his trench coat <laughs> until it rips enough that he pulls it off. What the fuck? No, 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 no. That's so stupid. It's absolutely what he does. What a waste of bullets. I know. Like, and that's not going to work. Like, oh, God, that's so stupid. So some guy named George comes out and is like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm here to see your boss, says Mr. Hunton. I think George is the foreman. George is the foreman. George Foreman? George Foreman. Oh, my God. You're so right. Oh, no. Uh, Stephen King, you fucking slick bastard. Was was George Foreman girl even around back in 95? Probably. Might have, might have just started then, huh? Maybe. I don't know. George I, Foreman, the boxer, was definitely like a famous oh, guy, though. Right. <laughs> I imagine they only got popped when the grill the came only, out. Yeah. <laughs> that was his true claim to fame. about George Foreman. No, it was all about that grill. You don't get any grease in your grill. Although a cr- like, grill is a pretty good example of like a mangler, so that oh, would make sense. You do kind of smash the meat in there and it mangles it. Yeah, that's true. It strips all the fat out into a little convenient tray that you can dump out. <laughs> or drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated. I saw a video of some guy. Oh, no. Sorry, we're going off rails. Let's I saw it. a video of some guy cooking um like pe- pepperonis on a like a grill, and then he poured the pepperoni juice into like a bucket, and then mixed it together with mayonnaise, and then was like, "Mmm, so good." And he like sprays it on the pizza he was making, and then sprays it. Well, he like pour. It's like a squeeze bottle. He right, squeezes right, right. it on the pizza, and he squeezes it in his mouth. And I've never had. A, I use him like <laughs> food. I love gross food, whatever. That's true. That was too much. <laughs> That was a step too far. Seeing grease turn with mayonnaise, which is already another oil. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Do you do you really think that he was doing that, or do you think it was like a, a camera trick? No, I think he was doing it. Oh, no. <laughs> that guy was like, this is a normal thing for me. Uh, no, no. And that guy's heart. We should try that one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> My heart hurt looking at that. Yeah, right. I, I ate some pretty shitty food. I need to go on like That's a marathon run. Before yeah, that. I need yeah. to just like only eat salad after yeah, like looking at that. For like a year. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, pulls out the gun, gets away. Okay, so then he goes and finds uh, Mr. Gartley. Mm-hmm. The crazy old man. The crazy old man. And he, he meets him. He gets introduced by George. And he's like, oh, you're here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, you, Mr. Hunton, a regular Sherlock Holmes of the dead. Which is like, <laughs> what does what that the mean? fuck is that? <laughs> he threatens him. And he's like, well, and he's like, I'm going to shut you down unless you shoot that, unless you stop that machine. And he's like. What are you going to do? You're going to fucking shut me down? Breaking entry is a huge crime. You can't do that. It's some serious offenses. I'll have you suspended. And he's like, oh, you think you have all the power? And he's like, I don't have power in the same way you think I do. My power has nothing to do with my money. Oh. Actually, power is what holds things together. But you know where my power comes from? There's a little bit of me in that machine and a little bit of the machine inside of me. Oh. And the, the response that normal people do, including our hero here, the detective, says, what are you talking about? <laughs> to which he responds cryptically, we all make sacrifices. Human sacrifices. Ah. <laughs> he says, why don't you leave Mr. Hunton? And uh, drive carefully. So he leaves, and like for some reason, he bumps into George, and he pushes him. He's like, "Fuck you, George!" <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck can George do it." He leaves. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. He's he's losing his mind. Yeah. Uh, so then George goes and talks to uh, the guy. Yeah. The and he's boss. like the boss. He's like, and Gartley's like, "Not some old bitch thinks he's gonna shut down our machine." And George is like, "Well." I've been thinking, maybe we should shut down the machine. It's killed a lot of people. <laughs> and he's like, how long have you worked here, George? 15 years? I've known that machine since I was a little boy. It's the best business decision I ever made. 
And George is like, dude, it killed your daughter. And he's like, yeah, well, oh, well. Still the best decision I ever made. Damn. And he's and I notice now that Mr. Garley has really shitty legs. And so I'm like, did he get stuck in the game, the mangler at some point? Maybe. Anyway. Maybe turned on him. Uh, Mr. Gartley then makes a call to Martha. Martha. Who's recovering in like, I guess, like the house that Mr. Gartley's in or like the plant or something. Mm. Um, she's in like a little lingerie outfit, kind of like nighty or something. And I know she doesn't have a finger. Yeah, it w- her finger was definitely eaten by the yeah. mandolin. Yeah. Um, and so then uh, Hunton's like asking for backup, and then I guess the chief cop is like, "You're suspended," and he's like, "Fuck you, I need help." And he's like, "Now you're terminated." So now he's operating outside the law, baby. Oh, no. Um, I wrote. I don't know why I wrote this. My daughter's death certificate is her passport to hell. Oh, I think you were just talking about your own daughter. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. You were just writing down. I think that's you, Mr. Gartley said that. You mistook uh, your died. notes for Google. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it happens all the it time. It happens all the time. Um, And, uh, yeah, so Mr. Gartley's, like, talking. He's like, survival of the fittest, my yeah. dear, he says to Martha. Um, Rikers Valley's so perfect. And then he says, look, you're Martha. Since you are now have a little bit of the machine in you. I have this contract for you. It's the contract with the beast and the machine inside of it. Mm. Um, she's crying all reading this. He says, there's a little piece of you in the mangler, my child. You're one of us now. Garley says, um, and then we go back to the, I've never met Mark. I see Mark yeah. and he's like, we're going to do strictly Christian white magic against him. Okay. The mangler. And what do you think about Mark in this situation? I was like, who the fuck? This little weird hippie guy with long hair. <laughs> he looks like, any character in an FMB game. Yeah, he does. He really, he really does. does. He looks like the friend in uh, like Phantasm. Yeah, he does. Too. He yeah. does look like a Phantasm Warrior 2 friend. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Hunton's like, um, I don't know if Holy Water is going to do it. Mark's like, Holy Water is going to do it. He's like, I don't know about that. I, think, <laughs> I don't you know, think it this, is. This thing's a little crazy. Yeah. Tried to eat me up and I shot at it. I shot my <laughs> own suit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then we got George. He's about ready to shut down the machine. He's drinking in front of it. Some random dad dude shows up. I have no idea who this guy is. No, I don't know. He's got it's probably like the sheriff or something, right? Mm. Or maybe the judge. Maybe. I feel like it might be sheriff material. Yeah. I don't know. He's not anyone I recognize. Okay. Um, He's like, I want to turn off all the breakers. We're going to shut this thing down. And so he starts turning off all the breakers. Uh, Sherry arrives. I've never seen before. Right. And is like, I got to see my uncle. Oh. So I guess they are related. Um, I'm like, Sherry's got some, got some wild ass hair. She's got <laughs> hair all over the place. Yeah. Um, and George is working on the machine trying to dismember it. And then, what do you know? Starts grabbing his hand. Yeah. He gets Getting sucked in. And then he's like, turn off the fuses. And the dad guy is like trying to turn off the fuses. He turns them all, but it's, you know, all the sparks are flying everywhere. Sherry's screaming her head off. Doesn't seem to work. And he's like, fuck, do something. And he gives like the dad an axe. And he's like, cut, do it. Do it. Cut my arm off. And he's like, I can't do it. He's like, just fucking do it. And so he chops his arm off. Jeez. And Christ. there's blood all over Sherry because the arm juice goes over him. And that the dad is also a virgin, so there's even more virgin. Oh blood. my god! <laughs> I love how dads be virgins. Yeah. Um, and then fucking Mr. Gartley appears and sees all the shenanigans going on, shenanigans. and she's like, "Do something! Stop it!" And he's like, "I'll do something. I'll dance a little jig. Ha 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 ha! I'm evil." <laughs> it's fucking weird. Um, oh, and Martha, no. by the way, turned. She's got like evil hair now oh really how she's she turn? just like all about it well she signed that contract remember i mentioned oh, earlier yeah. so, so, signed her soul away mm-hmm. yeah. uh anyway to cut the arm off um eventually does it sherry's upset runs away because she's got blood all over her even more. uh and then mr gartley's like i used to have all the time in the world damn her damn her he yells which mm-hmm. is kind of mysterious um she's Very. covered in arm blood she takes a shower to get it all off uh, Mark is driving. But then she gets her own blood all over the shower, and the shower eats her because she's a virgin. <laughs> yeah, I guess everything yeah. just takes over. <laughs> um, there is an obsession with like Stephen King and machines. It's kind of weird machine Machines, thing. blood, virgins. Yes. Or virgin souls. Uh, evil rich guys. Rich guys. Hate police. Rich guys. Small towns. Small towns, definitely. Quite a few things here. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so they're driving. Uh, Mr. Hunt and Mark are driving. And they go in front of a hospital, and they stop the hospital, and that's where JJJ Photoman is. <laughs> he lives his name. Love um, it. Love it. And he's fucking in a gurney, 
they're like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, it's okay. I'm dying. It's fine. I got cancer. Mr. Hutton's like, you'll, you'll be fine. It'll be okay. And then the old man sh- shoots up straight and just vomits blood straight through the camera and then dies. <laughs> and so Mr. Hunt and uh, Mark Lee. I don't think he's going to do great. Yeah, I don't think he's going to make yeah. it. So they go to um, what I thought was, I thought it was the photographer's apartment, but I think it's Mr. Hunton's apartment. Uh-huh. But I don't think they live together because Mark was like, wow, this apartment's crazy. Because this whole place is covered in photographs. It's a photographer's apartment. But, like, it seems like may- maybe it is. And maybe Mr. Hunt just knows it very well. But the thing that's weird it's is there's ex's apartment. But man. there's a clip. There's a clipping of his wife's death. Of yeah. So? Why would you have that if you're like a photographer? Just like, I'm going to clip up my best friend's wife's death and put it on the wall. I don't know. He's a weirdo. I Look guess. at that fucking guy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I Mr. think this is the photographer's apartment. You might be right. Yeah. Anyway, but like the thing is, is Mark looks at the looks at the newspaper clip and goes, oh, you know, it's not your fault, Mr. Hunt. And like, you know, like he didn't like her fault's not your death. And he was like, I was the one driving the car, but it was like, he got hit by like a drunk driver or something like that. Mm. Which um, is also what happened yeah, to exactly. Stephen King. So he blames himself. And he says that fucking guy. And he says his name. Exactly. But then he gets, he has like a present. I think this is, I guess maybe he is looking at that guy's apartment and he, he gets in the, he gets the present, but it's written to him. It's fucking weird. I don't know. <laughs> it's just confusing. This, this, like, this, why this. would you have that thing up? And then Mark would then draw the conclusion. Like this guy must feel guilty about yeah. the newspaper clippings of JJ photo man. Yeah. In his house. This is a mangled plot. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Anyway, he gets, he opens up this newspaper clippings and he realizes it's a bunch of newspaper clippings about 16 year old girls in the area going missing. And they're all girls of like, See, old- this couldn't have been Hutton's place. Well, I mean, he could have got the package there. Oh, I see. Probably like, know. Like delivered. Yeah, I don't know. But he notices they're all old money. All people who like don't have wants or needs or anything. And he's like, what's going on? And then he remembers like, oh, the old man says everything has its price. The price of power we all have sacrifices to make. And he realizes like, oh, shit. Wait, how old Sherry? And so he calls Sherry. He's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. He's like, how old? Like, what's your birthday? She's like, oh, it's today. She's turning 16 today. No. I know. She's she is 30. 15 years I old. I know, right? What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Anyway. Um, Honestly, how does she deliver the line of saying that she's turning 16? They, they literally do not deliver it because oh. he literally just says, oh, I found out she's 16. That's hysterical. Off the phone, yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That also means this guy's like, employing 15-year-olds at his, like, fucking giant, dangerous, like, fa- like factory work. Oh, yeah. That's true. Child labor. Child yeah. labor in it's America is whatever. definitely bringing, yeah. Bringing still, still a thing, apparently. Still a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it's her birthday. Yeah, yeah, So, um, she's like, he's like, lock the doors. Did I'll be there happy a bit. birthday? No, he didn't. Rude. No, fucking rude. Rude. Maybe a little later when he sees her. Yeah. Um, but too late. She locks the doors, but Uncle Bill's already here with a birthday cake. And he's like, mm, blow out your candles. And she's like, I don't want to, Uncle, I want to leave. And then Martha bonks, bonks uh, <laughs> Sherry on the head and knocks her out. Yeah, a bunch of stars like and spin around her it's head. It's pretty much that. And then uh, the uncle's like, ah, 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 what a waste. But then again, we all have to make sacrifices. <laughs> and then he starts kissing Martha. Oh, wow. Which is gross. Yeah. He's like a he's billion years gross, old yeah. and he's got gross makeup on. But yeah. also you barely can see it. So it's right. like almost like the actor's like, oh, I, kiss I don't want to do guy. this. Yeah. It's like, we'll just make it look like it kind of happened. And you yeah. can imply that they're kissing, but it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Um. So Mark has to rehearse. Um. Rehearse? Oh, yeah. This is so, this is one of the weirdest scenes because like he has to rehearse <laughs> the exorcism. So while he's driving with um Hunton. with Hunton. He stops in the middle of the road. He gets out and he's like, I got to read. I got to read. He starts practicing. He's like, and Mr. Hunt's like, we don't have time for this. And they get back in the car and they leave. And I'm like, what the fuck was the point of the scene? Well, I thought they stopped in front of like, maybe Where they, they to need be. to do the exorcism. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to practice beforehand. Now we go. He just stops in the middle of the road and does it. That's weird. It's very bizarre. That's weird. Um, so anyway, so then they, um, Mr. Gartley and um, uh, sure, not Sherry, Martha, Martha. Put, put uh sherry in the mangler by the way my notes sherry's name turned to shelly for some reason <laughs> don't know why put sherry in the you mangler wrote them, right i did 
I rewrote them, and I was like, must be a new character, Shelly. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. so we, like Mr. Gartley puts it in there and then says, I'm signing off the payment, payment in full. And then he turns on the mangler. But then Mark and Mr. Hunton appear and they pull Sherry off. And Gartley says, you have no right, no right. And starts punching the detective. Uh, Mr. Hunton tackles <laughs> Garley and says, you miserable piece of dog fuck, how dare you? Which is a hilarious line. I never heard the word dog, dog fuck before. Fuck. And then also followed up with, how dare you? Exactly. Um, and then he notices there's like a weird like mechanical thing in his neck. Oh, no. He was a smoker. I, that's what it seemed like. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what else it really means from there. Um, Sherry gets free. Uh, Mark fights Martha. And then he throws Martha into the mangler and she gets all mangled up. Oh, no. Uh, and Mr. Garley's very upset by that and calls her Lin Sue. What? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so then she comes out the other side all mangled. I'm like, that's a pretty gross effect. Um, it's really gross. It honestly is very effective. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah. Um, Mr. Gartley says, oh, no, I'm off the clock. I'm out of time. I guess it hit midnight before she turned 16 or whatever, so now he's in the trouble. Oh, so he no. goes and looks at the dead body, and then the mangler's machine arm, some random arm comes and pushes him onto the end of the conveyor belt, the folding part, mm. and you see him. This is a crazy scene. He starts getting folded. Whoa. bit by bit by this mechanical machine cool. so you see his like back broken and his back like bleeding out on the side and he's just like i'm still alive and screaming and he's getting <laughs> folded bit by bit yeah it's really gross it looks good um nah, i mean it's clearly like this is a puppet thing and he's got like his head he's going ah, i'm broken yeah. in half he's screaming he's like been broken in half multiple times and then he says my god what in hell cursed be thy name Fuck you. And then he dies. <laughs> fuck you, you dog fuck. Yeah, so then uh, Mark exor- starts exercising the thing, hmm. doing exorcisms, and uh, Mr. Hunton helps, and Sherry's screaming, and they pour holy water on it, and it seems to be working. Oh, that's good. Um, but because it's like a bunch of sparks are happening, and then the detective is just like goes off the rails and just starts saying some weird, holding a Bible and saying some shit in English, and then it powers down. I'm wow. Like, oh, wow. In the movie. Cool. But. So they so they do some they pop some of those pills they had earlier to celebrate, and uh, Mark's like, "I never do drugs, but this is a time to celebrate." How how what a lie that truly I is. I know, right? <laughs> the guy looks like a stoner. So then he takes the random pills. He's like, "Wait a second, where, what are these anyway?" And he's like, oh, "I don't know. There's some acids I got from Miss Frawley." And they're like, "Belladonna," and then Mark's like, "Oh my god, I think we may be fucked." But then I realized I had to rewind and I watched it again. I don't understand. I didn't understand it because apparently the ant acids are made with nightshade, which is also called the hand of glory. And it's outlined in his occult book that this activates the mangler. Okay. If it eats it. And I think that's what actually activated it the first time is it ate that lady by accident and activated with the, the mis- beast. The it wasn't medis- the virgin medicines. blood. I but then what think. activated the, the icebox. I don't know. Maybe it was a combination of the two. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Uh, I didn't really get this. I looked it up multiple times. I looked up on other websites because I was like, like I don't understand why he says this. And then, yeah, I guess that's what it says. Is that apparently for some reason the antances have deadly nightshade in them, which doesn't make sense because Mrs. Frawley, like that would kill people, wouldn't it? Yeah, like she was taking them a lot. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. The thing starts waking up again. It starts exploding, and then it morphs into something, and then it starts running around. It grows morphs? arms. Yes, it morphs into like some weird mechanical beast, like a giant kaiju beast. Pretty much, yeah. Whoa! And starts running around. Uh, it breaks down a wall. Uh, it makes like <laughs> oh a yeah, weird choo choo train sound. And Mark and um the crew are running away. Mark, they get stuck in a hallway though, and there's no way out. Mark is cornered, and he's like, "I think we're fucked." <laughs> and then they get stuck, and they try opening another door. It doesn't open. Um. And this just weird mechanical creature comes and rips Mark in half. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, my God. And then luckily they open the door just in time um, and to this weird occult area that just is like a bunch of staircases that go down almost, it seems very endlessly to me, to like an endless pit. Right. Apparently like an not. MC Escher thing. Kind of, yeah. Very much. It's a big circle. Uh, they start running down the stairs. Um, and um, Shelly's like, no, Sherry, excuse me. I almost said Shelly. Dude, come on. Sherry's like, 
it wants me. Just let me sacrifice myself. He's like, no, no, come with me. Keep going. And she runs back and tries to sacrifice herself, but he pulls her out of the machine, even though her hand gets caught in it. Hmm. And um, they're just at the end of the endless staircase. They just jump and the beast like falls over because it just doesn't have enough power and just like crashes and burns. And um, they see as they hide in the sewer area and then they escape. And it makes weird alien sounds just as it leaves, as it falls into the water for the last time. Alien sounds. It's very strange. How is this effect, this giant monster? Terrible. <laughs> it's like also, it's like pure CGI. It looks awful. Oh, it's CGI? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was expecting like a giant puppet or something. <laughs> no. This oh. is like moving too fast. Oh. It's trying to chase them. So they have to use CGI at this point. Ew. It's pretty bad. Okay. Pretty bad. Like, uh, like Lawnmower Man bad? Not like the VR effects in that, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know, um, like Spawn Bad. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe a little better than that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, it falls in the water, dies, it seems. So, then the hospital, um, uh, our, our man, I can't remember his name for some reason, Dr. Cutler. Hunton? Hunton. I don't know why I said Cutler. Hunton. Hunton. Hunton's there. Hunton. <laughs> Cutler. <laughs> and I was like, Hunton. Hunton. Hunton's there, and he's like, hey, doctor, what's up? And he's like, oh, Sherry's okay. She lost some blood. She'll recover. Can you tell me what happened? He's like, no, I don't want to tell you. Oh, nice. He's like, can I see her? And he's like, eh, maybe tomorrow. She's resting right now. And he's like, okay. She's bled on a lot of our equipment. I know, yeah. And then they're like, no! <laughs> the EKG machine is yeah. murderous now! <laughs> he arrives home. He gets a letter from Maine. Whoa. I think they're in Maine. So they're uh, oh yeah, they maybe they're in Maine. This I don't one's know, actually in Maine. Yeah. Uh, and it says, Dearest Johnny, here's some info that will help you. There was some saying in this area, this town that says, Beware of people with missing parts. There's a piece of a demon in them. Sincerely, JJJJJ Pictureman. And that's why I learned JJJJ Pictureman was his name. And I guffawed. <laughs> I was love this guy's like, if you see anyone with fake arms or legs, they're evil. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very mean against handicapped people, like yeah. people with disabilities. <laughs> um, so he's like, wow, that's scary. Anyway, the <laughs> next day, it seems like the next day. I read the synopsis. This was weeks, weeks later. <laughs> love, it feels like the next day. I have to read the synopsis to understand what's I didn't going question, on in the movie. I questioned everything after that I understand. last scene. I understand. Um. He goes back to the laundry place and he sees it's bustling. <laughs> yes. The mangler is there. No. He's like, what's going on? And he sees Sherry up at the top barking orders <gasps> and telling people what to do. Oh, no. And then she waves at the detective and she's missing a finger. Oh, no. And he has these flowers with him. And he's just like, hmm. and he throws the flowers in the trash and walks off. And that's Damn. the end of the movie. Wow. That's pretty good. That's kind of a creepy little ending. I kind of like that ending. That's a cool little creepy ending. Not yeah. bad. I don't understand why she decided <laughs> at one point to go and sat, like, be like, no. Yeah. And she like fed her hand to the thing for a second and then run away afterwards. It's yeah. very weird. It was just like. Capitalism comes to us all, you know? But like she did not know that's what it was going to do. I totally agree. She did not know that like this will grant you power. Like there was no temptation of like. It would be more interesting if she was like, if someone was tempting her, like, you know, you'll become like. Like Powerful how, if like you what sacrifice happened with, yourself. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Martha. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he at least she at least got a pitch of like it. what what happened now. Yeah. Like you're not gonna become powerful. Yeah. Cherry had no idea. Yeah. So is... it was just like I'm gonna go sacrifice myself, I guess, to save this cop. But like. But now I, I know. But that... now I know that like actually I have full power and I can now use this. How did you get the mangler out of the ocean or the water or whatever? I don't know. Okay. Fucking, I guess it was Order happy enough with the one. food. Yeah. yeah. Or short a new one. Yeah. He went off Alibaba <laughs> and got a new one. Yeah. Yeah. So movie bad? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> this is worse than the last. This is worse than uh, uh, the last two. Yeah. I think this one was actually kind of boring. I think yeah, that was I agree with you. There was some moments that were really funny and weird. Yeah. But for the most part, it just felt very misguidedly sleepy. The like, pace is fucking awful yeah like, it's like yeah. sometimes things go like really fast some things just drag on for so long yeah and a lot of i don't know i don't like any of the sets like i feel like they all look so the fake. only cool set was just the mangler the manglers, piece. that's the yeah, coolest piece, piece. and yeah. it's just this thing that sits there you know mm-hmm. and when it turns fully into a cgi thing it looks like shit <laughs> um yeah but it is ridiculous i do like the idea that it turned into like a crazy kaiju but like yeah. i don't know i'm kind of sad mark died he was kind of a fun guy yeah, I don't really care. I couldn't care less about Mark. That's fair. <laughs> you knew more about him than I did. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I barely knew anything about him. Yeah. Well, you uh, thought he was at least a lover. I was like, fun. honestly, I was kind of like into it. I was like, oh, this is awesome. We're going to be able to see like a cool, like, 
you know, relationship with these two men, you know, like you no. think he's going to be this gruff guy, but like actually, you know, like that would have been a cool twist, but no, no. This, is, this is too bland for that. Yeah. They, I, they're banking on the fact that like a folding laundry machine's crazy. Yeah. Which is in, in a, a, what a choice it truly is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I would probably give it two lines of cocaine. Almost, I also give this two lines of cocaine. It's nearing one. It's nearing one, but there are some pretty great moments. There are it. some moments that are just off the rails enough where I'm like, all right, yeah. there's something here. Yeah. But it's just the premise is it takes you in because you're like a laundry machine that killed people. Fun. And then it doesn't really go much because really, it turns yeah, out laundry deliver. machines aren't that interesting to watch people kill. <laughs> turns out it would have been really great if it was, yeah, like a laundry machine, like an actual like washing machine that would like go from house to house and then replace the washing machine that was there. Yeah, like it was a horrible rental situation, yeah. right? Like, that'd be cool, but no, it's just some weird laundry machine that like grants this capitalist power around the yeah. whole city or the whole town. And that's the other thing, right? I think the movie's trying to make obviously trying to make like a, a an argument about like capitalism bad. Yeah, but not in a good way. Not it's in a way that's like a, effective. It's just such a lame. Like, yeah, we get it. People who own everything and have all the power are bad. We don't yeah. like that. People are pulling things from the strings yeah. uh, by sacrificing their sixteen-year-old kid <laughs> to maintain power. Yeah, they are evil. I guess. And sure. the guy that's evil is also so cartoonishly. Oh evil. my god, he's, like, he's a cartoon. <laughs> he literally is a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking goofy as shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it would have been more interesting if like these things were happening, and the guy who ran the company was sort of like. Like even like feigned like like concern yeah and then it's revealed by the end like he actually doesn't care of a shit like yeah. why would he you know but because at least at that point you're like oh man he's really being put out like he's really he wants the best for the company but he also wants what's best for you know humanity and all that no, stuff. No, he doesn't want any of that shit. No, but that would something. be a nice like reveal at the end. It's yeah, like, oh, no. he's actually a bad guy. But no, it, from the beginning you're like, oh, that guy's obviously that guy's evil. evil, and he yeah. just comes up be evil. He does a jig when someone dies. Like <laughs> he doesn't even have control of his legs. So, no, like, that's how evil he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is a bizarre ass movie. Bad really movie. Bad. I don't Good know. job, Stephen King. Stephen King. Did he was he the scriptwriter on this? I don't think he was. Let me look it up, or you can look it up. Yeah, I'll look want. it up because you got to do the you gotta do the outro. Take us out of here. Hey guys, uh, have you ever been mangled uh, by a giant piece of machinery? Email us and email the other podcast. Bring us some sad emails. Yeah. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also check us check out our Discord. Uh, and if you want to listen to our previous Screaming Kings episodes, I don't think that's what we were called. Or the Scream Kings. Scream Kings. Screaming Kings. Kings is pretty great that's a different that's a, a little close one. to stephen king uh you can yeah, find about just, any podcast again it's just based on his book he did not write anything about he it. he did write the book yeah. uh email us uh wait you can find us any podcast yet but while you're there please leave a five-star rating and review we will read it in the show no matter what it says even if you are a virgin Whoa. i know what's up bud <laughs> when i look at the mangler on google there is a little section now called in a nutshell and it says scary gruesome and bizarre <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Which accurate. That's yeah, that's, in a nutshell. That's pretty true. Good night, everybody. I just. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Scream Kings! <laughs> Try this again. Would you guys like to discuss the movies that we talked about on the podcast, recommend movies for future episodes, or maybe even watch movies with us? Check out the Discord. You can find the Discord on the latest episodes or on the website, theotherhalfpodcast.com. We're just hanging out chatting. And while you're there, maybe also check out the second of the Discord, which is specifically for Ethan's uh, streams on Twitch. Uh, you get updates as to when he goes live. Just keep up to date with us, with Ethan, the podcast, and the stream. It's also totally okay if you just want to hang out and talk about the podcast. You can hang out there and maybe we'll see you there and watch a movie or something. Or maybe you're like, wow, these streams are so much better and you just totally ignore the podcast. That's also another option. That could happen. Why not? Why not? <laughs> the Discord is your oyster. Come join us. The Discord is your oyster. Join it. Join it.